pretty happy with them. Yeah, does a great job with that stuff. All right, welcome to the Midwest Angler Podcast, episode number 12. Episode I'm Matt 12. Deitch, and I'm joined by Scott Sturman, as always. Scott, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm not too bad tonight, except for more snow forecasted to hit us yet again. Just got the driveway looking good, and I could actually see it. Yeah. Here we're going to supposed to get possibility of up to eight inches yep. tonight, and actually they're talking about the worst could be this coming weekend. Really? Yeah, they're talking on Saturday and the Sunday. It's supposed or Saturday during the day. It's supposed to be a lot more again. Well, good. I'll be on the interstate driving across South Dakota on Sunday. <laughs> Go figure. So perfect. Work. Well, if they, it doesn't matter. Like we've talked about before on here, if you're going to drive across the state of South Dakota, you are going to run into some type of. You're going to get snow. Weather. You're going to get rain, or you're going to get wind. You, you don't could, have it any other way. You could start no matter where you start on the west end of South Dakota or the east end. It could be 90 degrees there. At some point, you will hit snow. And you always have a crosswind or, or a headwind. You yeah. never have a tailwind. It never, it never helps you save any fuel. Nope. No, so um, some big news for the state of Iowa this weekend up here in northwest Iowa, getting a little cred for a new state record perch. Yep. It's close to South Dakota. It couldn't come from any other spot in the state. <laughs> Maybe a bald eagle had picked it up from South Dakota <laughs> and accidentally dropped it into <laughs> an Iowa water. Yep. So kind of an invasive species then, I guess. Yeah, 16 and a quarter inch, I believe, and two pounds, 15 and a half uh, ounces or something like that. The thing that. is just an absolute... I mean, they say football, as everybody always talks about, but this thing is just, it's a pig. I i didn't realize, I, I never really stopped to realize until today, I was using a tape measure at work, and I looked at 16 and a quarter inches, and I was like, holy smokes, Yeah, that's it, a perch. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that thing. I mean, when we catch a 14 inch, what's considered a jumbo perch, we're ecstatic about that. This is two and a quarter inches bigger than that. They said that. They said the paperwork was filled out as private water. Yeah, okay, I, private water. So we don't know which where it was caught. Yep, you know, could be a farm pond, could be anything. But yeah, just makes me wonder if they had ever caught anything close to that caliber. If they before. knew that caliber of fish was in this body of water, it'd right. be interesting or to know that. If they were bluegill fishing, and all of a sudden, whoa, whoa. we got a walleye on here. Oh, never mind. It's a, what is this thing? Yep. <laughs> it's a mutant. Yeah. It I, looks like it. It's like uh, Cables has it on their Facebook page yep. because they uh, that's where it was brought in to be officially weighed. When they put that thing on the scale, it was like a teeter-totter. It's like its nose couldn't touch at the same time its tail couldn't. It was just kind of wobbling back and forth on that scale. It, the back isn't straight. You know, The back has <laughs> just, just got a curve to it. There's no way that thing could swim through the water decent. <laughs> no. <laughs> and... Just to think about, like, the perch that they're catching over there at. I mean, a lot of these perch that are being brought in to be cleaned are half the size of that one when you think about that. Truly. <laughs> it truly. Is. I mean, yeah. they're cleaning 8 to 9-inch perch, and this thing is 16 inches long. True freaking nature. It is. If you get a chance, go go check it out. I mean, we yeah. don't see a lot of, like, state record fish around here sometimes. And when you have the chance to see it it is pretty amazing yep. cables trading post yep. k-a-b-e-l-e-s not look not, it up not one that you just spell easily but yeah no. look it up it, it's i mean even look. even the south dakota and the north dakota people can appreciate that one yep it's kind of on that caliber of that of those lake cascade perch have you right. been hearing about right. the lake cascade some of them that they're putting out 
Yeah. I, do you do you have any idea what the previous record was? I don't for Iowa it couldn't have been too much. I I'm 14 inches maybe. Uh I think I'm sure there's got to be some farm ponds or some other lakes over in kind of central Iowa that can hold Done some 14 15s. Yeah. I mean I've seen Kevin Paul with some big ones before, so they're yeah. somewhere over there that on Silver Lake you know, has, uh, you has never know what perch. could come out of Silver Lake. Like you said before, we trolling for walleyes during the summer. Every once in a while, we'll pop a 13 incher out of there, you know, 12, 13 incher. So who knows? I mean, yep. maybe some farm runoff or something got in there and mutated one into a 16 and a quarter <laughs> yeah. inch beast. Miracle grow. <laughs> some perch grow. Yeah. No, so that's big news. Uh, right now, too, it's a great time of the year to be out there buying some ice fishing gear definitely there is some great deals sunday i was up at shields and sweatshirts that are normally 59.99 are marked down to 29.99 the augers most all of them are marked down the all the terminal tack i mean the rods and the tackle yep it's all a lot of it is off i mean 50 percent off or even better better. yeah it's crazy right now so there's still a lot of ice out there Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of ice. We're going to be ice fishing for quite a while yet. So if you're looking for some new equipment, definitely go check out all the tackle retailers, the the bait shops and everything, because they're starting to make room for their spring stuff, because as much as it doesn't seem like it's ever going to get here, it's going to be here pretty soon, too. Yep. I bought a new K-drill last week from Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls. Uh, Normally $189. Got it for $155. Oh, wow. That's that's a good deal. And... uh, yeah, not to get off subject on sales, but I recently wrote an article that's up on the MidwestAngler.com about changing to cordless drill augers. I personally think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I know, love mine. I, you know, what What actually made me decide to write that article is I took a picture of that box that the K-Drill came in, put it on Snapchat, and I had a buddy of mine kind of you know, not argue with me, but kind of question me, like, why Why do you like them K-drills? You know, why would you go away from gas? Why wouldn't you go with a propane? I just, there, there's no way I could go back to a propane or, or a gas or even one of the electric ones. If I have a project around the house, if I want to do something with a drill, I've got a drill. That thing is not welded to my auger for good. Yeah, it's not just a one-purpose one thing. You can use it a lot of different places and right now at campbell supply yeah you sent me that uh ad my dad turned around and sent me that the exact same drill the dewalt 996 one battery and a charger 200 dollars. you pair that with a six inch k drill for 155 dollars right now and for less than 300 bucks yeah i mean or Less than four hundred. Less than four hundred. So I'm a PE teacher, not yeah. a math teacher. Yeah, less than four hundred dollars with tax. You got yourself a brand new auger, and you're not going to find that any. You know. Oh no, it's the heck of a deal right now. Yep. So Campbell Supply, check that out. The the Walt drills are on sale. I think the Milwaukee ones are too. I thought I saw. That could be. So, I mean, yeah, deals everywhere. Yep. It's a great time to buy. Look at the bait shop's Facebook page. I just saw stands up in Okaboji posted a yeah, bunch of stuff. I think their shacks, or, or Kevin Paul today wrote Clear Lake that their shacks and all their 
clam accessories and whatnot, 20%. Yeah, get out there and support those local bait shops. Oh, definitely. We're always looking. Everybody always wants to stop in there and know where the fish are biting or try to contact their Facebook pages and all this stuff. But don't forget to stop in there and spend some of your money at those places as well. When, you know, I was in Shields on Sunday, like I said, their K, their K drills were still more expensive than what Dakota Angler yeah. was up there. So just because Shields has got the, you know, the big inventory and whatnot doesn't necessarily mean that the prices are better there. Not always. No. Nope. So, yeah, definitely go stop at all those places. Anything else that you saw up there that sparked your interest? No, they, they already have the trolling motors out there. They're, they're yeah. clearing way for, for open yeah, water they, fishing. I mean, that's, that's the nature of retail. they got to start selling that stuff because along with that, not only are those deals going on, but now all the boat shows are starting to happen. So, I mean, it's they're full into spring because it's going to be here before you know it. And you don't oh, yeah. want to be sitting there waiting. I know you are kind of excited for oh, the open water, but I am. I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy ice fishing, but yeah, it's I'm ready for open water. That's that's good. That's why we make a good pair on this because yeah. I I would much rather be out on the ice, and you'd much rather be out on the open water. And, yeah that is it's true yeah i just i there's something about open water that i just love i just love being out there in the boat and making those long casts shorts and crocs you know that's not crocs but definitely yeah. shorts this year i'm gonna get those you in a pair of crocs not gonna happen i don't want little polka dot we're gonna have sunburns we're gonna have a bluegill jigging tournament and that's the, gonna be like if you beat me i gotta wear crocs for a day yep uh, well then that means i'd have to buy a pair i've got pairs no i'm not gonna wear yours oh my god that's i don't know there that's just <laughs> one thing i'm in them crocs. not gonna put my feet in your crocs well yeah i guess you, you'll you'll buy a pair you'll wear them for a day and you'll you'll start to realize I mean, how awesome they are yeah i don't know about that i might use them for a fish marker <laughs> tie a bunch of line around there and throw them out there no then that way i can yell there's a crock in the water there's a crock don't fish in that spot there's crocodiles no so yeah the I am. I'm. I'm ready for open water. It's you know the river here, and who knows when that's going to be fishable when that finally thaws out. Because with all the snow they have up north of us and how much snow we have here, uh, that's the thing that sucks around this area is that the flooding. Yep. Hopefully we don't get a bad flood. Hopefully we can get a gradual melt and it doesn't all just melt right away. Yep. When I was out on the ice yesterday, there was a lot of snow on top of that ice. Oh yeah. Yep. How'd you do yesterday? Uh, it was kind of a tough bite. I went over to Lake Pahoya. I kind of went to a different... I forced myself to go fish a different part of the lake that I don't normally go to. Just to you know, just to try to find some fish. I knew I could have went to one of those spots that I normally go to and probably caught small fish. But I was looking for like the big ones that Pahoya yeah. produces. And I did manage to catch a few. I mean, marked quite a few fish. And I threw a lot at them and they just didn't seem interested at times but the ones i did catch i mean there was one that i caught that was it was over nine inches for sure you yep. probably pushing 10 how oh, that one you sent me a picture of it i'm assuming yeah, that's, that's probably the one that yep. was a nice fish i just i always love the color of the bluegills over there yeah just a really gold color yeah the they are and, kind of a different one yeah and after you have them out of the hole for a while, out of the water for a while, it seems like they change colors again. Yep. seems like they're kind of that golder color, and then when they come out, then there's not, it doesn't seem like they have much color to them until you, like, see a picture later on or after you had them for a while. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, those are kind of neat-looking fish. Yep. 
I, I'll never forget uh, probably two, three years ago, me and Eric went over there on a day that was just super cold. And I caught a really nice bluegill. And, God, when it came out of the hole, it was just such a shiny gold color. Mm-hmm. It was just one of the cooler bluegills I've ever seen like that you know normally you always want the dark you know the blues and the purples and the oranges and and everything and this was just such a gold color it was just really cool i took a picture of it and it's still one of the cooler pictures i i have of bluegill just with how neat of a color it was yeah they are different different one over there i heard that like on saturday i think it was that the fish that the bite was pretty good i think lance and luke were over there Hand, I think they said they were handing out bait. You know what? I think I heard that. And yeah. they saw a lot of nice bluegills being caught. So that was kind of cool that those guys were out there handing out bait to people just to get them to know that they got their bait machines around the area. Yep. Yep. I I still I don't think that they've said on Facebook where the third one's think, going yet. Not that I've seen. The third location, I think they're going to put... Oh, no. We're not going to give it to you yet. We're going to let those guys do I, that. I know where it's going. Oh, we we know. You guys out there in social media land don't know. We got insider information. Insider information. Yep. No, but, yeah, no, check those guys out. Uh, Junction 975 on the big corner here in Rock Rapids. and L&L uh, Bait. L&L Bait. And then uh, over at Lake Bahoya, right at the entrance shack on the south side there, they've got another machine. Uh, good bait. I've I've been buying all my bait there so far this year and yeah go and support those guys yeah for sure what else is all new not much you, uh, you had basketball this weekend didn't really no didn't end up grady uh grady hurt his knee or Ooh, something tasty bad injury for probably bowling up all those big bass a couple weekends ago that <laughs> you guys are that must catching. have been it yeah but no we so we sat out the uh Sat out the basketball tournament on Saturday, and uh, I guess that didn't really bother me any too much. Trip up to Coleman, South Dakota. Um, yeah, then we ended up going to a Blake Shelton concert Ooh. that night. That was that was really a cool concert. Did you, did you enjoy him more or John Anderson? John Anderson. When I heard John of, Anderson is my I was guy. like, ooh, baby, John, a little seven zero win. I was I was making the joke that. John Anderson wasn't opening up for Blake Shelton. That Blake Shelton was closing for John Anderson. <laughs> there we go. I never thought of it that way. But it was actually a really cool concert. I, I know that this is not fishing related at all, but I'm going to quick tell you guys about this. Uh, Lauren Elena, and I did know some of her songs. I, I don't really know who she is or what, but when she started singing, I recognized some of the songs. She was actually the opener, and then throughout the show, then Blake came on right after Lauren Elena, and I suppose he probably went for 40 minutes, and then John Anderson came out. Played a few songs. They maybe played one together. Then Blake went on for another, you know, half hour. Then the Bellamy Brothers came out. Oh, the Bellamy Brothers. The Bellamy Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom didn't like them. She thought that they were a little too twangy, but that's that's my oh, style. So Come on, Laura. Yeah. I like the old Bellamy Brothers. Yeah. And then, uh, then Blake would play again for another half hour, and then Trace Adkins came on, Jeez. and then they they sung "Hillbilly Bone" together and whatnot. Oh, there you go. And then at the very end, all of them came out, sat out there, and played some acoustic songs and "Straight Tequila Night" and "Seminole Wind" and oh, swinging, just a swinging. <laughs> it was good. It was too good. Yeah, that one wasn't that. 
I didn't mind getting some Snapchats of that concert. Yeah. Usually, I, usually I'm not a big fan of people on their phones the whole, for a whole concert, but that one I didn't mind seeing some video no, from. That was a good concert. I'd I'd go to that one again. Even old Jig and Joe and Brenda went to that one. Oh, they I I didn't see them there. We saw a lot of Rock Rapids people there, but we didn't. I tried see. to tell mom just to keep it low key. Yeah. Don't be too wild. No. You know what? I think I did see yeah. Joe. I think he was down in the front row with his shirt off. Well, that, that one surprised me with old <laughs> Joe. He shout out to Joe. He finally found the podcast, so he's been listening to really? it, and it's been. Mom's like, "Can you turn that down over there?" <laughs> hey, Joe, how you doing? <laughs> no. So what do you got going this weekend? You going to make her out? Um, Coyote hunting? I wanted to go coyote hunting tonight after this with the supermoon, but it's cloudy out there. Oh, yeah. Sat out last night a little bit. Heard some. Had some howling at me, but they never came in. But I'll try probably. Hopefully I can get out on the ice somewhere this weekend and yep. been really trying to get some more video of fish. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking about that. You know, we've got this YouTube channel with, uh, with the podcast and... We need to we need to sit down and make some videos and yep. you know take the time to you know one of us if, if we're recording that means one of us isn't fishing but I think we've proved enough to ourselves so far this year that you know well that was kind of like could take five minutes why I, yesterday when I went I was I made sure to get some b-roll like of myself walking onto the ice and doing different things besides just fishing yep just to try to get some of that content that they're always talking about so that's the hard you know it, it's easy once you're out there and you're on a bite you know hey stop you know quick take a video of me releasing this fish quick take a yep. video of me with you know get reeling in this fish but the b-roll is what's really it, it, hard that's for everyone to that's remember always, to get yeah to take your time and just you know, get those shots of you walking out onto the water or, or not walking on the water. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe so there might be some people that think they can Jesus. when you get there. <laughs> I like to picture myself yeah. in a tuxedo t-shirt. Singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> so, no, like walking out on the ice or like when you're backing your boat in. Yep. Just things like that. Just yep. of you not fishing but out on the water. Or even like driving to the destination, like when we went over last weekend. I getting the four wheeler coming out of the trailer. Those were the cool four videos. Really four wheeler cool going down onto the ice. Yep. So yeah, speaking of last week, last weekend. So thanks to Chad Loreth for being our guest. Yeah, it was a, lot, was, it was a good time. God, that was a lot of fun. Chad's a super awesome guy he to is. hang out with, and yeah, and and we met some other great guys, Tyler yeah. Evers and Colby and. And uh, Logan, Logan and his brother, yep, Lucas. Lucas. Yep. I yeah, mean, it was a good time all, fishing with those guys. Yeah, That's great. a great thing about fishing is we all got together and it was fishing. And then you being the social butterfly that you are, pretty soon we're over there talking to him. And the next thing you know, it's we're all talking to each other, making small talk, yep. finding out what everybody is all about. And yeah, it was a good time. Great fishermen. I saw that Evers and Colby, Colby won, won the, the stands. stands. Bait. Yep. Yeah. So. And and actually, they uh, they accidentally weighed eleven fish. Yeah. And so the biggest fish out of their bag got disqualified. But they still ended up. And winning. they still ended up winning. And that was like a point eight six pound bluegill, I think, is what. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it? It was a big bluegill. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and they obviously did not do this on purpose. No, I mean, this is honest mistake. Right. No one's gonna. Hey, let's slide this extra bluegill in here and well, see if we can get away with it. Anyways. Right. I mean, I, they knew, you know, 
it, it was gonna it, it actually something. hurt them more than it did. oh definitely definitely and and so but yeah then they still ended up winning it did you see that somebody got disqualified At down the at the yellow bass, bass bonanza the pre- the people that had the biggest fish i'm not i'm not gonna say what happened because i'm not clear on what happened with all of it but the I, winners didn't get disqualified it was no. the people that had the big fish of the tournament got disqualified for some reason right and and granted i'm taking the word of social media but from what I read, it said they did not catch the fish. Somebody so, else caught it and gave it to them. Something like that, I think. And that's crazy. That's that's the one thing you always – it sucks. I just don't know why people have to – you know, they probably weren't doing it intentionally to cheat, but they had to have known that, well, this doesn't qualify. Right. As, I mean, we have to catch the fish. Last year's people that won the tournament – yeah, well, last yeah, year, the year trip. before, right? Or, yeah, a couple I, I mean, years ago, whatever they it was. Had caught a bunch of fish, I think, before Four, and left yeah. them out there under the ice or something like that and it went back out there. And, and Yeah, and, and that's just the really hard part about tournaments. You know, I mean, the second that that starts getting in people's heads that there are cheaters out there yeah. and whatever, then, you know, somebody goes out and has a heck of a day and right away, oh, they must have cheated. Yeah. You know, it's, that just it sucks you know i just don't understand why people are gonna cheat because these days you're gonna get caught you are if if more than one person knows it yeah you're gonna get caught because people talk people talk and with social media and a lot of these places you got to take lie detector tests which is awesome i mean you're winning some big prizes yeah so. four wheelers and i mean some places trucks some places it's like ten thousand dollars to win tournaments it's it's i mean i don't know why like thinking like you would be like oh hey we're gonna let's go out there and hide these fish just so we win it's just like what kind of a person are you to do something like that yeah i'm nobody that i want to fish with that's for dang sure no i yeah i i think i think ever 99 percent of people can all be in agreement on this that that yeah that has no place in fishing and the and, thing that always sucks with those people is they get caught after the fact, after the tournament is over when nobody else is around, how would you like to be the standing up there in front of 300 teams and you're up there and you got to tell those 300 teams that we won but we cheated to win? Yeah, there are probably going to be a few guys waiting for you out by your vehicle when yeah. you get over there. I bet they but don't do it again. Not. Probably not because the people, the yep. respectable people are going to – it's probably other people that cheated. You out-cheated us. We're going to yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. go to the parking lot. Exactly. No, so yeah, what do you you got something pretty big coming up a pretty big honor and I'm I'm excited uh, this weekend I'm I'm gonna be leaving on Thursday morning heading out to the Black Hills uh, gonna be fishing Deerfield uh, for the hooked on the heart hooked on hard water event uh, that's run with the club for boys in Rapid City and I'll quick give you a little rundown of what it is um, I've this was started by Craig Oiler. Uh, ice team pro out there in rapid city and what it is the club for boys is like an after school program uh you know just a big help for underprivileged youth there in the city of rapid city and uh you know they've got basketball gym and all sorts of stuff there and yeah after school program just keeps kids you know from getting in trouble and whatnot and what they do craig uh gets a bunch of people from Canada, Nebraska, there's a guy flying in from New York, I think Washington State, all wow. over the United States. And 
he pairs 60 kids from the club for boys with 60 pro, pros pro anglers now I, I there's actually 59 pro anglers going to be out there and then there's this guy from rock rapids who <laughs> just no, no. happened to get the invite oh, no. so no i it's it's an awesome honor i i can't wait to get out there i you know in your head, you know, you got this, you know, like, oh, man, me and this kid are just going to hit it off, and it's going to be great, and, you know, we're going to be buddies for life, and I, I hope it's like that. I really do, and, uh, you know, I hope that – I hope we can catch fish. I hope that I'm good enough to get them on fish, you know, to do the right stuff, and, you know, obviously – you know the sixty guys aren't competing against anybody. So oh, if no, somebody no. gets on the fish, yep. you know everyone's going to get are on all the fish. Work, you're paired with one of the kids, and you guys are all kind of working together. Like they used to have a banquet. They're not doing that anymore. They used to have a banquet on like Friday night, right? Saturday or night. Saturday night. Saturday morning at I believe it's eight o'clock. Uh, Craig wrote to all of us, said that we're, he wants us all out on the water by seven a.m. Uh, kind of drill some holes, get a bunch of the shacks set up, and then uh, by 8 o'clock, the bus will come out with the 60 boys. You'll get paired up with your boy, and you'll immediately start fishing. Um, around noon, 1 o'clock, they're going to have lunch and whatnot, and then you say your see you laters, and they head back to uh, Rapid. And then after that, the 60 pros that are out there are going to have a tournament amongst themselves, for a trophy and i think craig had talked about some vexlars being given away and and whatnot so maybe hopefully you, it's flighted you could you maybe could, number 60 will get a new fl28 you could hand out some of these awesome midwest angler decals <laughs> yeah no but when they're not looking to stick them on their snowmobiles or yeah trailers <laughs> where'd that come from <laughs> no but yeah it's it's going to be great to, you know I think there's going to be some awesome, awesome anglers out there. I hope I can learn from them. And, you know, just getting to, you know, sit down and eat with those guys and, you know, listen to the stories and whatnot, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope the weather holds out for us. It's, it's looking pretty good for Saturday when the boys are coming out a high of 28 and oh, wow, good. not too much wind. So it'll be a perfect day to be out there. And, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, definitely deserving of – getting that call and i don't know about that like we've talked about before too is you you love ice fishing you carry yourself in a professional manner you love getting kids out there and don't get all teary-eyed on me and stuff like this (laughs) all right well that's enough for building me up and anyways (laughs) but that's i mean that's that's the definition of a true pro it's not being on 30 pro staffs it's not doing this and doing that and telling everybody how much of a pro you are you don't run around and gloat so i mean very well deserving yeah no i think i've i've got a feeling that i'll be the only guy out there who's not on any pro staffs but you're on the midwest angler podcast yeah pro staff sponsored by lvo manufacturing (laughs) in rock rapids i'm on their payroll (laughs) no but no yeah looking forward to that and so that'll be my weekend i we're going to pre-fish a couple days before. Um, Friday night, we actually go down to the club for boys and meet meet our kid. Yeah. And uh, if their families want to come, I believe their families can come. I think we have a supper with them, kind of play some games and whatnot. And, you know, I think 
Clam and, you know, a, a couple other companies, I think, donate some gear and, you know, some hats and whatnot yeah. for the kids. And so then for, a lot of, that. for a lot of these guys, they're, they've been paired up with the same kid with the same kid for many years haven't they right right i think yeah a lot of these guys you know year after year they get the same kid now i don't know who i'll get you know maybe it's a young kid who's never done it before you know i know that every year you know just the way things go people can't make it yeah you know conflicts whatever so maybe i'll get a kid who has done it in in previous years but his pro couldn't make it out this year i don't know but i think one of the cool things from that event was that picture from last year is it where that kid is standing standing in that line he's got cookies in one hand he's got that big rainbow trout (laughs) tucked underneath of his other arm saying that he's never ever gonna let it go the story on that one uh we actually uh me and my wife last year ended up sitting at the same table as the pro who was paired with that kid and they i guess they kind of tried to talk him into letting it go and he said i'm never letting this fish go <laughs> yeah he walked around the whole entire day with that rainbow trout draped over his arms cookies in the other hand and <laughs> living yeah. living the life that is the life right you know there. that's a that's a memory that he'll never forget that's a memory that all those guys you know you won't ever forget i yep. wasn't there and i saw the picture and i just think it's the coolest picture there is yep yeah so no that'll be that'll be great um yeah i uh, I'll say it again. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm thank Craig Euler for the opportunity, and hopefully, it's something you know that I get to do. You know, in the Moving future. Forward, you know, yeah. yep. So, yeah, you know, last week and two, I forgot to mention this. We probably should take a moment of silence for you. We were fishing, broke your favorite rod. While oh! I hate to bring that up. Oh, I know man. you'd probably you'd probably try to move on from that, but I don't know if I've ever seen you that depressed that sad out there on the on the that, water or ice this rod this rod is what really i i would say it truly because it's caught too many so many fish i i don't think that that's a lie i truly I think this think that you've caught so many fish with that dang i thing. would hate to know i would hate to know how many fish that thing caught and i've had that rod for three or four years it's always always my rod that was your green hornet it was and it always has a black custom jigs and spins check eye jig on it tipped with a wax worm or two like that is the money rod and yeah sunday i set the hook on a fish and just boom what the heck happened there and yeah i look at my rod and i can obviously see it snapped halfway down and i'm just like what in the heck i look down in the hole and the line is still sitting there so i hand this fish up and yeah nice bluegill not enough to snap a rod but yeah it's those powerful hook sets it you know that rod just did its time i guess i i do i set the hook rather hard but my drag is always so light that (laughs) (laughs) whatever but yeah god dang it that thing had it had zip ties around it holding on that reel and like my my fingernail just fit in it perfect like it just oh i'll never be able to duplicate that rod even though i have four other the exact exact same same rods and i've and i took the reel off and i stuck it on the you know the exact same rod again but it just it's not the same matt i I know i really thought how eventually the demise of it how it was ever going to break or anything of yours was going to break because i just figured that ramsey was going to somomehow step on it oh i'd have killed him i would have killed him (laughs) It's up there. It's up there right oh, next to the sign Jason Mitchell rod. Yeah, it's up there on the 
the, the wall, wall of fame. fame. Yep, that's up there where all the trophies and everything like that go. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was a tough day for me. Tough day, <laughs> laying down a friend <laughs> like that. I thought we were gonna have to have a. At least it wasn't a burial at sea. At least you didn't throw it down the hole. <laughs> yeah. No, I I knew that that one was coming home. It got a lot of fish guts on it and a lot of waxworm guts and. No, but. No, uh, one last thing, unless you got something oh, else. We got to talk about fantasy bass fishing. Fantasy bass fishing. We, were, we're, we almost forget we're that. Two, we're two tournaments into this thing. And it is fun. It is, isn't it? Good it trying. Is. It's a good time. You I'm know, doing terrible, but it trying is Trying to fun. figure out, like, oh, what are these guys going to do? And everybody kind of learned their lesson this weekend of don't get excited after the first day. Yeah. I mean, I had... Gussie. Yeah, Gustafson, I had first him place first after day, day one. 19 pounds. The second day he comes in with two fish for like five pounds. And it's like, yeah, that's usually how it goes. And, of course, old Slab Game Rick, he's leading the pack right now. Yep. I'm going to quick run you down on on who we got in the standings. Slab Game Rick, Eric Sturman in first place. Matt Deitch, second place. Jeremy K. Fourth place, Dan Teaslink. Fifth place, Austin Van Voorst. Sixth place, Dusty Ramsey. What a drip. The ramrod. Yep. Seventh place, yours truly. Eighth place, BJ Van Breesen. Ninth place, C. Nielsen. You know? Yeah. You know him? I don't know if I know him. C. Nielsen coming in ninth. Colby Van Beek. Then Micah Fries and... And Cervati. Something like that. I think like Nate Cervati. Nate Cervati. Something like that. Yep. But, yeah, so we got 12 guys in there. The bottom four did not have a team for the first uh, week. So that's why they're in the bottom four. Otherwise, they'd be well ahead of me because I am not doing very good. But – it all it, it changes. It, it's it's all about being consistent, you know, trying to have that consistent week in, week out, trying to be in that, you know, 1,100 to 1,200. If you can get up into 1,300 points for a tournament, you're setting yourself up pretty good. Yep. Now, me and Jeremy Kloss and Dan Teaslink, we've talked about this. Spot, spot bass. Spotted, spotted bass. bass, yeah. Is that a – is that – it's a off breed of largemouth, or it's it, they look similar to a largemouth. I think right. they're kind of a subspecies of a largemouth, is what okay. they are. Um, they always say that they fight like harder than a smallmouth. Some people think that they fight smarter, harder than a smallmouth does. Well, those people are wrong. Well, <laughs> I've never caught a spotted bass, so <laughs> I would love to. I mean, four pounds I, is a. It's that's a big, a big spotted bass. Spot bass, yeah. yeah. If you catch like three pounders, usually like when they go to these tournaments, and there's length limits on some of these fish, like the length limit on a spotted bass is like twelve inches, where a largemouth might have to be fourteen or fifteen inches for them to keep it. So they don't grow as big. I don't know the science behind it, why they don't, and everything like that. But I think Paul Mueller that he ended up winning the tournament, and his last day he caught like a five pound, like three ounce or four ounce spot. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's that's a giant spotted bass. Now, out in California, you can catch some monster spotted bass, like six, seven pounds. But okay. They say they're just mean. They're just they're mean. They're a schooling fish, kind of like a smallmouth. When you catch one, when you're bringing it in, they're like, oh, there's like three or four with it. So okay. That was, and that's another thing, too, with this fantasy bass fishing is 
all the new different uh you know bass flw now major league fishing all the different companies that you know tournament trails that are out there i did there's just something about bass that i just love watching and this bass live is it's so cool it used to be they didn't do bass live until like friday saturday and sunday of the tournament but now they're doing the whole tournament and they'll have like the commentary from those guys at certain like two different times during the day but they have like bass live mix now that goes the whole day there's no commentary to it but you can sit there and watch these pros fish and you just learn so much by watching that stuff like me i put a post on facebook about it like me being like a fish fishing nerd fishing geek that i am i could just sit there all day long for three or four hours watching somebody fish and you know people be like ah What's what what's so cool about that? What's fun about it? But for me, it's just to like watch what they're doing, and just kind of how they're approaching stuff. Yeah. Uh, with is it is it major league fishing yeah. that that it's as many fish as you can catch? You weigh them. Anything over one pound counts towards your total. So obviously, you want to catch more fish. You know they're. There's a lot of people that say, like, MLF stands for more little fish. You know, some of, the, like, the people that were the bass tournaments, the BASS tournaments and the FLW tournaments, it's the biggest five fish you bring them in to weigh them in in over a four-day period of time. I, I like that better. I, I, like, I, I like that format of you got to go out there and you got to catch the big ones. Right. You know, I mean, a guy could post up on a spot where he can catch a bunch of little yeah. ones and – just hammer little ones all day long and win yep. the tournament. I, I like, you know, something neat about big fish and, you and know, it, it just, and then the weigh-ins and holding them big suckers up and, and just the heartache of it, you know, the heartache of you come to that weigh-in is you need 15 pounds and four ounces to win. And the anticipation in it pops up there, 15 pounds and two ounces. And it's just like, you see one guy go from, uh, and the other one just win a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, when they're sitting there talking with the guys at the weigh-ins and, you know, he says something like, oh, you know, you're in the top ten, you know, I, I feel you got a pretty good chance. And he says, nah, I've seen some of those guys with some bags of fish coming up and they're looking pretty good. Yep. So, And this tournament was fun compared to the, the first one when they were down in Florida where guys are bringing in multiple, like, you know, big bags, like 30-pound bags, five fish for 30 pounds. I mean, there's some big ones in there. These are kind of fun. I used to not like these. I always like, oh, I want to see them catch the biggest fish. But these tournaments are fun because day one's a prime example. The weights are so close, you can go from 60th place to the top 10 just like that because you just found the right fish. You know, you found a school of four pounders and you caught four four pounders or five four pounders and that gives you a 20 pound bag and the day before you caught 14 pounds you're not out of it boom you jump up uh, just a ton of space yep that that is cool i didn't think about it like that i i was kind of personally thinking that i didn't like those tournaments just because i like to see the bigger fish yeah, i mean whatever, you want to see guys holding up 10 pound bass and all this stuff and that's cool don't get me wrong but then you know that first tournament those guys you got like five guys that are that are in it you know, it's like, okay, I got to go out there and catch a 30-pound bag today. Yep, you're in it Where, till the end, you know, you know, even, yep. I mean, a guy that's sitting in 
20th place going into the last day could go out there and pull a 20 pound bag and put him in content put himself into contention to win the thing yep so i that's just what i like about those tournaments is just the fact that all of a sudden a guy has that four or five pounder on and it's just you're watching them and you're just like oh is he gonna land it is he gonna land because in most of those tournament trails now you can't use a net you've got to land it by hand now is there something that it can't touch that's mlf that's major league fishing okay. like it can't touch the carpet or you get like a two minute penalty and things okay. like that but like bass flw you can flip them up into the boat and everything. okay so but yeah it's and it's not too late to join no you can I always mean, join I you mean, know join it just for the fun of it yeah I, you and we, probably I mean, you never know we might start doing some weekly like the weekly tournament contests yeah you yeah. know the person that finishes on top this week gets a a cold I was going to say, we got some cold snap toothpick toothpicks here we could give away. Like you know that. what, let's start or, doing that. Or uh, the Midwest Angler Podcast decal. Yeah. Speaking of those decals, if any of you guys want a decal, we've got a bunch of them. We've got big ones. We've got smaller ones. Uh, so basically we got Scott and Matt size. And, and Ramsey size. No, yeah, you guys, uh, they're free. If anyone wants one, get a hold of me or Matt. Throw them on your car. Throw them on your boat. Throw them on whatever you want. We don't even care. Throw them on your neighbor's your, car. See your what happens. Bottle. <laughs> yeah, I think that you and I talked about going and put some on your neighbor's house, didn't we? That's not a bad idea, Troy Weiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy K. We'll oh, go throw one on Jeremy K.'s car. We just got to get across the gate into that gated community over there to get one on his. It's not easy over there. It's not easy. <laughs> they got neighborhood watch and everything everything like that. So, No, uh, other than that, you know, other podcasts to be, we always give shout-outs. Some people have been giving us shout-outs. Shout it's nice of them, so... Go check out the Casting Deck podcast. They usually do a live every Monday night at 8, 8.15, right in there. Fun bunch of guys to watch. Wild. They get wild, crazy. Those those Canucks up there in Canada, they, they were talking about the Jets last night. Yeah, and, Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, the Winnipeg Jets, and I always call them Lose-A-Peg but, <laughs> as a Minnesota Wild fan. But I can't say anything right now because the Wild are doing absolutely terrible. So... Go check those guys out. Uh, Smackdown Outdoors podcast. Doug Ravine, he has a great one there. Uh, Not just fishing there. No, that's that's, a, that's an all, all outdoors, outdoors kind of covers Kyle everything. Hunting, deer hunting, everything. So yep. if you're if you're an all around outdoorsman, that's that's a good one to listen to. Yeah, the Broken Line podcast is another one out of northern Minnesota. Those guys up there in Bemidji have a great show. They've been going for a few seasons now. Got a lot of great episodes. So go back check those guys out uh yeah like they always say we're always we're all in this together we're trying to yep get this yeah, we, outdoor podcast thing going so yeah, we do one podcast a week i know you know everyone's got more time than uh, 30 40 minutes that we do you know go listen to them all and yeah tell, yep. them, tell them we sent you yeah that's right so all right other than that no yeah good to go have See fun ya. this weekend you